Previously on Hound Radio's Arch Campbell podcast. I was shocked how much I liked A Christmas Story Christmas oh, on God. HBO. I, I'm <laughs> Don't do it, Arch. Don't do it. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. I teared up at the end. Oh, Arch. <laughs> I would rather shoot my eye out. The Arch Campbell podcast featuring Arch, Lou Katz, and a cast of thousands begins now. Well, that was our friend Oliver Jones, who has never been happy with my taste in Christmas movies, but he'll get over it. I am uh, Arch Campbell, and this is the podcast that hopes to keep you up with the ever-changing world of entertainment. Lou Katz is directing and producing in the worldwide headquarters of the Katz podcast system. Arch, <laughs> I'm here to produce for you. <laughs> you are our enabler. Yeah, right. And you make this possible. So thank you, Lou Katz. And today, uh, I welcome back our longtime friend who now reviews for the Saturday Evening Post, Bill Newcott. Hello, Bill. Hello, Arch. How are you? And I like to remind people you are the guy who uh, reviewed at AARP for many years and came up with the phrase, or at least I say you did, movies for grown-ups. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Well, I like your story, and, and we like movies for grown-ups. And speaking of grown-ups, we have a special treat today. We have a new member of our circle. He is a civilian whom I have known for many years. He's a guy who has watched more movies than I've seen. Let us welcome longtime television producer Lou Charlip, best known as Cinema Lou. Hi, Arch. How are Cinema you? Cinema Lou. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the civilian answer to Billy Crystal, I think. <laughs> so I'm glad you're here, and I like to get you know, varying views on things. So let's jump right in. And let's start with our expert, Bill Newcott. Bill, what are you watching these days? What do you like? Arch, the implicit in that question is uh, that I'm, I'm watching a lot of TV series, you know, continuing TV series, and I'm not. Yeah. I, I just, especially this time of year, I, am, I did just finish up the last, the last free season of um, Better Call Saul. So I'm done with season uh, five, and now I kind of have to wait to see where they'll let me watch season season six. Uh, so, so that that's my TV stuff. But I mean, like you, this time you you too, right? And Lou, you're both watching a lot of movies, right? right? A lot of movies, yeah, and a lot, lot of movies. movies are coming on streaming. So you know, you can watch them at home. I got to tell you, I love the idea of things coming into your home on streaming. Do so, you really? Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I still want to go to a movie theater. I, I not, agree. I'd, I'd rather go to a movie. But not that. <laughs> not that I can go to a movie. Not that. I do. <laughs> it's just like, I, that's weird. I, I like the idea of the movie theater being there. And yet the movies get sent to my house and I watch them here, which is, which is not right. I feel like a hypocrite. You know, I have the A-list. And so I can see three movies a week without paying any extra money. And I do. I go during the afternoon and I check and nobody's there. And I'm the only Good one for in the you. theater and I love it. Mm -hmm. Good for you. So, I, so Lou, Cinema Lou, you are seeing three movies a week. At least. Love it's it. Four, four so far this week and probably a fifth today. <laughs> I can't wait to get to you. But first, we started with Bill Newcott. So what are you what do you like? What are you watching? What's your favorite thing? People say, what should I watch? What do you tell them? Well, I, I mean, I'm still you, the, next week on the 23rd. 
Glass Onion comes to to, to Netflix, yeah. and everyone has yeah. to watch yeah. it. Is, yeah. It is the most fun you'll have in a movie uh, this year, which is I saw like a classic poster line. I that love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw it in Toronto. It's two hours and 40 minutes long. It breaks every rule in my book because I don't, I don't approve of movies that go over two hours. But it, it zips by, and then I paid to see it again. That's how much, and, and I never do that. Really? Yeah. And even though you know the twists that are coming, then you can start appreciating the, the performances and, and the intricacy of the plot and, 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 and Edward Norton, especially, uh, who brings so much to everything he does, even like a yeah, an Elon like Musk that. kind of character yeah, yeah. that's the villain of the, of the movie. Lou, have, did you catch uh, Glass Onion when I uh, did. Cinema Lou? I did. So, I, I, I went to the theater, paid for it, and saw it. And, and I loved and, it. I thought it was terrific. I, I usually judge a movie by, you know, if I'm tired, if I fall asleep. That's how I give my star system these days. Well, that <laughs> one, two hours and 40 minutes, it's long, but it was great. And that kept me up the entire time. Two movies this year went well, well over two hours that I didn't mind. And then and that's breaking every rule in my book. That and The Fablemans. When that movie was over, I said, that boy, that was a short film. It really rolled along. And then I realized it was way over two hours. So those two removed films, um, I, I could watch again, both of them. So, Bill, I have a question for you and Arch. I look at this list of the Golden Globes. And I see movies on there. I go to the movies. I'm pretty well-versed on the movies. I'll travel to see a movie if it's not playing nearby. But I see names of movies I've never heard of. And I don't <laughs> Let me guess. I don't, you know, I don't get screeners. I don't know yeah. if you got you, you probably do. But yeah. I, I've never heard of half these movies and half the stars who, who are nominated. Uh, it, it, it's, I think it's confusing to most people. Well, I, I'm going to jump in here and read the list of Golden Globe uh, movie nominees. And... Uh, and First of all, the uh, Banshees of Inner Sharon got the most Golden Globes. Did you guys see that? Yes, and uh, well, well deserved. Really, every, every one of them. Uh, Have you seen it? I've seen it. Yes, yeah. Lou, so you, I you it, love it. You're a little cooler on it. I, I thought I liked it, but I thought it was weird, strange, and uh, best I movie. It was I don't a know. After me, award movie that people are going to walk out of the theater when they read about it. Banshees of Inner Sharon, and they say, oh, we got to go see this, and they'll go see it, and they walk out and say, what the hell was that? <laughs> well, my thing my, about that movie, it goes places I don't think it had to go. I really liked the first 45 minutes of that film and and would have been happy with it just to kind of float along with these two guys. And 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 it, it kind of went uh, uh, like, like the other Brendan Gleeson film, Calvary, which is mm -hmm. similarly set in Ireland and... and starts out really intriguing and you love all the characters and then the characters start doing things that you that you just can't abide almost and i so i get that it, it, it that's what bothered me about that film but the performances and the the photography it's 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 a beautiful film it's got a wistfulness to it but still i just see people walking out saying <laughs> what the hell well the thing is you can't tell anyone what is disturbing about that film because it ruins the movie. Right. So well, you just I mean, have to say, it's trust not a me. spoiler alert that uh, uh, Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell uh, are friends and meet at the pub uh, every afternoon. And uh, Brendan decides that Colin isn't smart enough for him and doesn't want to be friends and, and threatens to cut off a finger unless the guy leaves him alone. Now, if I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. And you didn't do anything to me. I just don't like you no more. 
you like me yesterday? And he's a fiddle player. Yeah, and it goes from there. Well, look. Arch, so one, one thing you just said there. What, what you just said, the spoiler alert, they give away in the trailer. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, there was no surprise to me. I guess the uh, fact that he did it was a surprise. But Now you... Uh, ah! <laughs> okay. Well, uh, you know, what the hell? <laughs> Here's the Golden Globes for drama. They nominated the new Avatar, uh, Elvis, the Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. And then for musical comedy, Babylon. You, either of you happened to see Babylon? It's no. not out yet. I saw it. I got a link to it. It's three hours long. And uh, occasionally it's annoying. But when I finished with it, I think I loved it. Because mm. it's kind of an homage to uh, Singing in the Rain, which was an homage to the uh, period of movies that went from silent to sound. You know, when I first moved to LA, I got your face you know what the signs on all the doors read? No actors or dogs allowed. I changed that. I kind of like that. So anyway, here's, here's the other. Golden Globes nominates 10 movies. Babylon, The Banshees of Inner Sharon, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Where are you guys on that? Oh, we gonna, are we going to get in there right now? Are we going straight there? Because well, as, as long as we're going to go straight there, let yeah. me throw in okay. that the Washington area film critics selected everything, everywhere, all at once as the best movie of the year. I'm not going to say I hated it, <laughs> but you know, it's like the multiverse is the new time travel. You know, everyone, everyone's doing multiverse movies. You heard... Lou, and aren't you both heard everything about that movie? Like you're gonna love uh -huh. this. This is this is the movie of the year. Wow! Right. So I sat down, sort of strapped myself into the seat, waiting for something that was gonna blow me away, and it didn't. It was Lou? fine. Cinema Lou, well, where are you? Well, Bill, Bill won't say it, but I will. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it I, I put it put me to sleep, and I enjoyed the sleep a lot more than I did the movie. <laughs> Is it the best movie of the year? Best? I was going to have it in my top worst. <laughs> so is this a is this a generational thing? Is it just we are just too old to appreciate it? As I said, there are a lot of multiverse movies right now, going back to Spider Man and all the others, and it seems like did our parents feel the same way about uh, you know Back to the Future or something like like all the time travel movies that we watched in the seventies and you 80s? know Back to the Future was accessible, uh, everything everywhere all at once. I don't get it. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you, Lou and Bill. I just. Uh... So what was your what's your favorite film? What's our best film of the year? What's the official Arch Campbell podcast movie of the year? Oh, man. I'm working on it. I know I got, mine. Um, mine was The Fablemans. Mine too. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, I want to love The Fablemans. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I didn't love it, but I liked it a lot. You dismiss what he does. It's playful or imaginative. You could afford to be a little encouraging. Now, let me throw this piece of red meat out. <laughs> To you guys, <laughs> if you talk about 2022, you have to acknowledge that one movie broke through, and that was Top Gun Maverick. 
Absolutely. That's the one movie that everybody, you know, the civilians, <laughs> Lou, I, Cinema Lou, I think you've lost your civilian status. As uh, soon as you revealed, you watch four <laughs> movies a week. Sometimes five. Uh, <laughs> do you have any home life? <laughs> well, I, I, Arch, I pay for the movies. I, I actually pay. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. And a soda so, every time. A Top Gun Maverick, I think, is the movie of the year. Is exactly. it the best movie of the year? I don't know. You know, I would put it ahead of everything everywhere all at once as far as a movie that oh, I mean, a movie that yeah. people love yeah. you, you have to credit a movie that everyone loves you know there's you have to say yeah. okay they did yeah. something really really right and I, I would not put it in my i might put it in my top five for the year and i wouldn't argue with a, someone who said that's the best movie of the year because it's kind of perfect there's not mm -hmm. a moment when you mm -hmm. say that's uh that's not a good cinematic moment I, I, I totally agree. I, I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. Uh, what was it? The best movie? I don't know. Uh, I like the Fablemans, I think, more, but you could argue that Top Gun was, was better. The only thing about the Fablemans, I love the way it starts, and they put up the uh, time frame 1952, and they're going to see uh, The Greatest Show on Earth, which uh, I think all of us who've ever seen any of it, remember the train wreck yep. where the lions uh, get out of the cage and are roaming the countryside. And they drive to the movies in 1952 in a 1955 Plymouth. <laughs> Unforgivable. <laughs> well, I have, a, I have a car fetish and it threw me out. It threw me out. But should I, should I forgive Spielberg? That's uh, <laughs> that's so correctable. Do you remember when David Letterman used to do uh, he'd do limited perspective movie reviews and he'd bring like an orthodontist in to review uh -huh. the teeth of the people who were in the movie? <laughs> this is not unlike that. <laughs> so, uh, but for Fablemans has for me it had a lot of touchstones from my childhood. It's when I started to love movies, and my father had that same brownie movie eight millimeter camera yeah, that he that he yeah. makes his movies with uh and i grew up in northern new jersey and for whatever reason he said it in new jersey he didn't come from jersey i mean that, the minute that movie started i started getting like little welling up tears in my eyes because i felt like it was in some ways chronicling my my childhood uh, and i and that kid you know we did the wafka the washington area film critics association did best youth performance i voted for that kid the the, the earlier kid in that movie with the big blue eyes yeah, that's the tone for yeah, the whole the, film. The kid is uh, as a as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't mention Glass Onion made uh, the uh, uh, Golden Globes uh, musical awards and Triangle of Sadness. Is that one you never heard of, Lou? Um, actually, I heard of it, but I didn't get to see it. It was again, it's one of those movies playing in like three theaters at very yeah. times that aren't convenient and. It doesn't really get the word out. It looks interesting. I haven't seen it either, and, and I even have the screener, but I haven't uh, gotten around to it. So uh, I watched it. It's okay. Set on a on a luxury cruise ship, and uh, Woody Harrelson is the uh, captain of the ship, and he's drunk, and uh, and they know a big storm is coming, but they have the captain's dinner anyway. And it comes to 
a glorious vomiting scene. <laughs> Just glorious. <laughs> Not only, only uh, Monsieur Creosote comes close <laughs> to this, to this, uh, the Monty Python movie. It's the only thing that comes close to the vomit <laughs> scene. And then they wash up on an island and it's, uh, you know, Lord of the Flies. Uh, you know, uh, uh, so what are we saying? Are we saying it's a bum year for movies? No, I think, I think it was a very, very, very good year for movies. I liked a lot of movies. You, you in our preliminary documentation, you sent us the, the Los Angeles Film Critics. Right. Uh, their, their awards. And I'm, I'm looking at that list and I'm saying they saw the same movies I did because they, they hew so close to everything I like. They, they give, you know, it's a tie. They, they, I like, they like to do ties. There must be four people on the panel and they, uh, they, they tie. Uh, Tar got Best Picture, which I don't agree with, but I think she gives a wonderful performance. And everything Tar is a pretty good movie, though. Yeah. They tie between Tar and Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I, yeah. that's a balance I, I can get behind. But the one thing that they do that... I wish everyone else had done because he was my best actor of the year is Bill Nighy in living. Oh yeah. Have you seen living? No, I saw living. I saw a screener living has not opened at the two theaters that yeah. will play it for three I'm days. <laughs> yeah. You will, you may agree with me, Lou, when you, when you see it, that yeah. uh, his performance is just, I mean, he's always good. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you'd be disappointed if he didn't give a monumental performance, but it's a remake of, uh, Kurosawa's, what's the name of that movie? I can't, uh, uh, about the old man uh, on the swings. Ah, I'm drawing, drawing a blank. There's a remake of a Kurosawa film. Uh, and actually the, um, the Kurosawa estate approved the, this, this adaptation uh, about a, a, a um, I won't tell you, it, it, it's about an old guy who was a, an office guy, uh, city a official. Bureaucrat. Bureaucrat who ends up uh, getting obsessed with building a park for little kids. That's the only thing he ever cared about in his whole life. Small wonder I didn't notice what I was becoming. Dad, you all right? If only to be alive for one day. But I realize it. I don't know how. He makes a transition and he's just wonderful in, in the film. Uh, and uh, when that gets out, people may say, oh, I wish I'd seen that uh, when they were picking their, the awards because he's, he's just fantastic. But the rest of the LA film critics are, are much the same. The, their documentary winner is All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, which is that one about the, uh, the drug company. You know, Target's best director. That's the, you know, what I'm saying, these films, what they are is they're humane and human films, films that sort of, they, they, they touch your soul as opposed to a film like Everything Everywhere All at Once is just trying to overwhelm you with, with different yeah, ideas and yeah, concepts. Yeah. And, and I, the more we talk about Everything Everywhere All at Once, the less I approve. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think, you know, what I look for in a movie is a good story. Yeah. And Bill, I think that's what you're saying. Uh, you know, a nice, a good story that you can follow. Uh, maybe that shows our age, but, but uh, for me, that's the most important thing. A good story. Have Did Elvis seen... come up to anyone when you're thinking of movies you like this year? Elvis? He was my choice for best actor on the, um, on the yeah, line. That guy because was Bill Nye didn't get nominated in our group. So I voted for, for him for best actor in, in, our, in our ballots. Because I, I think he, I think he was great. I, the problem that I had with that movie, Arch, going back to the fifty-five car and the fifty-two scene, <laughs> is I, there were a lot of it's, 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 you know, it's a, it's a, it's a true story, but a lot of things were kind of 
shifted and not really right on target. And so that bothers me sometimes. It's an argument we had once that I'll, I can recall if you want later. Uh, oh, really? Yes. I don't ever remember arguing. Let's hear you. it. No. Oh, we, okay. So the rest of us want to hear we, it. We saw, we saw the movie Babe in a, in a, a screening, the one where John Goodman uh, played Babe Ruth, oh, which, yeah. was, which was, I think, universally uh, thought of as one of the worst movies ever. But we came out and everything <laughs> about it was historically incorrect. And I was a sports person. And I could list them all. And I say, I said, Arch, what'd you think? And you said, I think it was pretty good. And I said, Are you out of your mind? It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Everything about it was just wrong. And I went on and on and on and on. And you stood there listening. And when I was done, you looked at me and you said, Cinema Lou, screw you. I said that. You, well, actually, oh. I, I'm I'm using the word screw in place of another word. Oh no. I would never say that. <laughs> I guess I did. This is back yeah. in Arch's drinking days. Well, I yeah, I was drunk that night. <laughs> you had to be to like that movie. <laughs> well, have, I, have, have either of you seen uh, Women Talking? No. I'm hearing a lot about. Oh, you haven't seen it. I no. I just saw it for the second time last night. Where, where's it playing? Is, I'll go see um, it. Then that's why it didn't get any nominations. Although the uh, um, the L.A. Film Critics gave Jesse Buckley a supporting mm. uh, nominee nomination for that uh it's it's here's okay what you know the whale you've seen the whale oh no, yeah it's not out okay well the, the whale has uh, uh is a there's this amazing performance by brendan fraser just absolutely astonishing mm. but he's folded up in a, in a not very good movie oh really uh, it, it's a very stagey thing you can tell it was a play it looks like a, it was set a looks play, like a play. Yeah. um people you know stop you know they head toward the door saying i'm leaving and then they stop and say wait i got something else to say and then they talk for another 20 minutes. That's uh. that sort of thing. Um, Women Talking also seems like it could have been a play, although I don't think it was. And it is, you know, truth in advertising, it's a bunch of, uh, of uh, Mennonite women <laughs> in a barn talking for an hour and 45 minutes. But it is compelling. The direction is just amazing. It is very, very cinematic. And I'm surprised no one has picked up on it for award season because it really is... As ensembles go, it is as ensemble as as you'll find, and really, really good. It might be at one of the landmarks, and it might be out at the uh, a couple of uh, Alamo draft houses. Mm -hmm. okay. It's at just a few movies, uh, movie theaters. But what do you think? Do you, do you think a movie? We were talking about Top Gun as as like a possible best picture. A because it's pretty good, and B because it just blew everything else away at the box office. Do you think that's a, I think the Oscars consider it. Is that a good a criteria for a best picture? Does it have to be a movie that more than 50 or 60 people saw? Well, you know, can I, can I just, so last year, I think going into the award season, Power of the Dog, people said was going to win best picture. Mm -hmm. And that was one of those movies where I, I could barely get through. It was so boring for me. Um, and I loved Coda. I thought Coda was by far the best movie. And it was a film that people would, would enjoy. Sort of like Top Gun. It's just a fun movie. And, and I think maybe... You know, maybe it's the same thing here. It's, you know, people may not think of it as the best movie, but as, it, as time goes on, it gains momentum. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is that, is that, you know, Coda was so easy to get behind last year and it was so good. And I watched it several times and it was accessible. It yep. was right there on your uh, TV. Mm -hmm. It was on Apple TV, as I recall. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's, Part of what we're saying, a lot of this stuff isn't accessible. So I don't know. 
I want to throw a bone toward uh, Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic okay. movie. Mm-hmm. Has anybody seen that? Yes. I, I was in Toronto, and I wanted – they had one screening in Toronto. Yeah. And I stood in line to see that movie and did not get in. <laughs> oh, I, man. Because the Weird Al contingent yeah. showed up in town yeah. and, and, and got themselves in there somehow. Uh, so, so and I was, it was sort of like that forbidden fruit. I was, I said, oh, and they all came out saying, that's the best movie ever. <laughs> well, I, I knew it was going to be fantastic. And I finally, finally got to see it. And I was disappointed. In because your movie. expectation was too high. Maybe, but it was also, you know, Weird Al, his songs are like this, you know, he, he has a, he has a really clever premise for us for a parody. And then he goes three verses too long. By the time the song is over, you say that the joke played itself out one verse in. Movies kind of. It was like a that. parody of uh, of a movie biography. I laughed out loud for the first fifteen minutes of that movie when he's a child and his parents are telling him you'll never play the accordion, you know, <laughs> and that and they had the swelling music in the background. It was done like an after school special sort of thing, and I was laughing out loud. And then, as he got as 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 the stakes rose like the madonna romance and all that right less and less interested in it it's uh it's on roku you can get yeah. it for free on roku have you seen it cinema lou i have not and i realize i have a roku device in my basement so i i guess with that <laughs> i can up. watch it i, I oh. guess <laughs> uh, there is a scene where weird al meets his influences so he goes to a party and salvador <laughs> dali is there and <laughs> Pee Wee Herman is there. <laughs> All these disparate divine. Characters. I think divine is there. Divine is yeah. there, <laughs> and they're all played by you know, like uh, Wolfman Jack is played by uh, Jack Black. <laughs> they're all there telling him he's never going to make it, and then he performs for them, and they say, "Ah, you're the greatest." <laughs> Andy yeah, Warhol, I forget who is Andy Warhol. It was uh, was it Conan O'Brien? <laughs> it might have been Conan O'Brien. I think, All is, these comedians yeah. play. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, you know who else is in that? Uh, Emo plays one of the <laughs> influences, <laughs> and it's just so goofy. You know, Archie, you, just... your telling of it is funnier than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Phil, I have a question for you guys, and 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 this, I, I'm wondering. I watched the Fablemans, love the movie. I thought yeah. Judd Hirsch was spectacular. Yeah, he was my he was my choice for best yes. supporting actor. Okay, so that was too. my question. He's Mine only in too. the movie for five minutes. If Fine. I saw that performance, I would have found a way to keep him in there. Exactly. Um, but but is 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 that small performance? Is that enough to get him a supporting actor uh, nomination? There have been smaller ones that got best supporting sure. actor. Who uh, was it? Not Judy yeah. Dench, but someone about Judy, 20 years was ago. Was it Dukakis? No, in she? the movie Network, it was uh, the wife. Um, um, and I forget, uh, you know, oh, okay. I'm going to change the name of this podcast to, uh, what was that person's <laughs> name again? <laughs> what was the title of that movie? But it was but, Network, and it was like uh, a, a three-minute scene. Oh, wow. Where she okay. says, go and uh, go with your girlfriend. But I thought he was spectacular, and I, I've heard nothing. Nobody, uh, maybe um, I'm not looking in the right places, but I've on heard the nobody. first 
on the first pass for our, our Wafka Awards, he was my nominee for Best Supporting Actor. Me because too. he Me is too. the he's the focus of that movie. He just yeah. he just that's where the movie well, changes and you believe it that 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 guy could influence a yeah. kid that much. I think the Washington critics are uh much younger these days and that's why they uh went with uh, everything everywhere all at once speaking of everything everywhere it's time to take a break and talk to our dear friend lou katz and lou i notice you are going to give away tickets to babylon we're in the process on hound radio of doing that right now all people have to do is go by our site houndradio.com and register to win and and the nice thing is this isn't for one of the preview screenings, these are Fandango. You pick where you want to go, when you want to go, oh, and what time you want really? to go. And, oh, my. And I want to thank our friends at Allied uh, Marketing Downtown for, for helping us out. So, yeah, if you want to go see Babylon and uh, you're hearing it all, all about the movie now here on the podcast, go to houndradio.com. Yeah, our employees of Hound Radio will qualify, uh, disqualify. <laughs> I'm sorry, employee. You mean employee. <laughs> I might save a pair for myself. Who knows? I will be very interested in the reaction of all three of you, Lou uh, Katz and Cinema Lou and Bill Newcott to uh, Babylon. I, I, I think I did get the link and I haven't, I haven't carved out it's a three half a day hours, for us. Yeah. Three hours. But you know, Damien Chazelle, life. who directed it, he's he's a fun director. Well, you know, when I saw La La Land, I walked out and they said, oh, what'd you think? And right out of my mouth came, I wish Gene Kelly had lived to see this. <laughs> and now Babylon is a an homage. It ends with a guy watching, singing in the rain, and mm -hmm. Gene Kelly performing. So there you are. Uh, so let's see. Very quickly, uh, Adam Sandler will receive the Mark Twain Award from the Kennedy Center. What do we think? <laughs> I'm happy for him. Two very cerebral guys there, Mark Twain and uh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> However, I, I, you, this will mean nothing to almost anyone. Uh -huh. But every time someone uh -huh. looks at me, I say, stop looking at me, swan. <laughs> someone looks at me the wrong way. Lou, you... I, I think Sandler's great. Um, I, plus, he can, you know, you think of him as that kid from Saturday Night Live and some of those uh, dumb movies he made, but he can act. That Gems I, movie, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. He was oh. terrific in that. He should have been nominated. Uncut Gems. Yeah, Uncut yeah. Gems. He was terrific in that. I made a crazy risk, a gamble, and it's about to pay off. This is me. This is how I went. He was on Saturday Night Live about a year ago, and it was the best uh episode of the entire season and he Every. came back and did opera man <laughs> and just blew the entire cast away speaking of that uh, steve martin and martin short did saturday night live this week either of you see that yes i thought it was the best episode this year me too you know steve we are like harry and megan no one's rooting for us but you'll tune in to watch anyway <laughs> And what's been so fabulous this week is getting to know the new cast. And Steve, honestly, I tell you, they love you. Really? Behind your back, the new cast refer to you as a whole entertainer. Well, that's sweet. Well, I added the word entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say that for me, working with Marty Short is like World Cup soccer. Ah. Somehow, I just can't get into it. I've seen their act twice, and uh -huh. it's... It is. It's the best two hours you can spend. They're just so funny, and it was. It was basically their monologue stretched out to two hours. Yeah. 
because it's it's they're they're so casually funny those two they they just you smile and you see them like you're halfway there but when they walk on the stage yeah martin short does a uh riff on a christmas carol (laughs) that (laughs) where scrooge is trying to be nice (laughs) and it just turns into (laughs) bloody violent (laughs) horrible (laughs) so good Uh, The National Film Registry at the Library of Congress has selected a bunch of movies I never heard of. (laughs) (laughs) Ones I've heard of include When Harry Met Sally, Carrie, The Little Mermaid, and Iron Man. And When Harry Met Sally, I think, uh, gets a nice write-up in the post today. What a a wonderful film that was. A little early for Iron Man, don't you think? Uh, Yeah. You know, the first Iron Man, uh, I, you know, I, I could get behind that. Mm-hmm. Sequels, uh, some of these other things. Do you have things. the list there? What, what are the ones you haven't heard of? What, what are those two? I don't have the list. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> have you ever been down to the Library of Congress, film library down in, um, in Virginia? You must. It, 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 you can get, get tours down there. They take you into the nitrate vaults, and, and you, they oh, open I a vault, it. and there is looking at love you it. is Birth of a Nation. You know the you know the oh, work man. print for Birth of a Nation man. and Gone Boy. with the Wind. It is a fantastic place to visit. It's and, the um, national national uh, the Library of Congress has a name. Film library. Oh, and it's like in Lynchburg or someplace. Yeah, yeah, and it's in a hollowed out mountain. Town. It's in a hollowed out mountain where the government was planning to put all the money if we got attacked by a nuclear bomb. And they, they realized they didn't need it, so they put movies in there. And I think we better, we better explain the uh, concept of a nitrate print, which was a highly flammable kind of film, but gave a beautiful image. One of my favorite stories, I was a member of the AFI back in the 70s, and they had an uh, an Orson Welles festival, and I walked in to um, the lady from Shanghai, and as you walked in, they said, oh, we have a nitrate print. We got a nitrate print. And they get to the last reel, and it skips and suddenly freezes, and then the frame melts from the inside, (laughs) and the entire audience goes, Ooh, and then I turned around, and behind you, you hear whoop, and the projection booth caught on fire. <laughs> that doesn't happen with the VHS tapes. <laughs> did Did you so, see Empire? Did you see Empire of Light? I know we're running out of time. Empire of Light, the film uh, with Toby Jones and. Olivia, I'm going to see it today. I'd love to know what you think about it. I loved it. I think I think it's fantastic. Really? I, I, okay. she, I would have been happy with her as best actress. But it's about the I've... movies, and Toby Jones is a projectionist, and he has a, a room full of nitrate film. Look around you. This whole place is for people who want to escape, people who don't belong anywhere else. How do you feel? I do feel a bit. Tom, I suppose. I'll put that on my list to watch. Okay, we got about a minute. So, uh, Lou, what's your best bets for the weekend? Cinema Lou. I mean, The Fableman, I think it starts going national, you know, expands out. Wide, yeah. Weekend. It goes wide release. I think everybody should everyone see should it. see that. Okay. That's, um, and Avatar opens this weekend. I've heard good oh. things about it. 
Of course, I have not seen it yet, but Avatar. Avatar. You didn't oh, like it all? God. Oh, God. <laughs> Just the idea of it gives me a headache. Bill? <laughs> <laughs> What Fable, Fableman's for sure. It's my. It is my new favorite Steven Spielberg movie. I'm going to go with Cinema Lou and with Bill Newcott. I think everybody should see the Fableman's, and I may put it at the top of my ten best list next week. Glass Onion on Netflix. Glass Onion for sure. Great movie. Uh, many thanks to Cinema Lou. Cinema Lou, I hope you're now the uh, head of our Civilian Bureau. I take that honor very seriously. Mint is an honor. Bill Newcott will read about you in the Saturday Evening Post. Uh, Lou Katz, our enabler at the Katz Podcast System. Thank you, Lou. I'm Arch Campbell. Uh, have a great holiday week, and uh, and we'll see you next week. This is the Katz Podcasting System, where it's not just a podcast, but a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>